Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt are storm chasers on the verge of divorce. There's a ton of tornadoes coming through Oklahoma. All the tornadoes. All the tornadoes. And they're still trying to figure out a way to get Dorothy up into the cloud. It's Movies for Guys Who Like Movies presenting this week, Twister. The cloud. <laughs> there is a mystery. Elusive. Unpredictable. Violent. It terrifies most scientists. But for a new breed, the challenge is saving lives. The research is deadly, and the laboratory is nature itself. And potentially, uh, could be a storm that has a wind in excess of 1996 Twister. I'm sure there have been other Twisters before that. There was a movie that came out right after. It was uh, ABC Family. Devin Night Sawa. of the Twisters? Night of the Twisters. Twisters. That's based on a book. Oh, right, right, right. I had to read it in seventh grade. See, I wasn't allowed to see Twister, but I was allowed to watch Night of the Twisters. Why weren't like, you allowed to see Twister? It was PG-13, and my mom just, no. She took those guidelines, literally. Yeah. So Twister. that's Jason Keesler. That's Charlie Stabile. Bam. I'm William Rankin. We're talking about Twister, as we were just talking about. Um, 1996. So we 
we've talked about Twister off and on throughout the years. years. We love this movie. I'm talking about Charlie and myself. I haven't. We don't know what Jason thinks. I'm excited to hear about what Jason thinks of Twister. But if you go back to '96, how how old were you? Fifteen when I saw this. I was thirteen. I finally saw, I was eleven, I guess, when I saw it. Okay, right on. What did you think, starting off, Jason? You were older than us. What did you think of I mean, Twister as, as a kid? As a kid, I thought it was cool. Yeah. I like just super excited. Because uh, we didn't grow up with Star Wars, like the the quintessential like blockbusters. Because even like um, Temple of Doom, like we're still too young to appreciate the first blockbuster I remember, like in my head vividly, and that's what started it all was Jurassic Park. Yes, which yeah. was our Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. It was a Star Wars level movie. I was still too. I mean, I, I saw Temple of Doom in the theater and stuff like that, but I was too young to. I was going. I was being taken to the movies. I didn't want to go see these movies. Yeah. Until it was like Star. Like, or sorry, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park was like. Wait, every year there's going to be a huge movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's. As a kid, you said you couldn't see it. So when did you first see it? Uh, I got released. I, I said it in one of the previous podcasts. It got released on VHS, and uh, I was able to convince my mother to buy it for me because it was rated PG thirteen for intense depictions of very bad weather. Oh yeah, weather. And she would just believe anything that was in print. You know, this movie has a lot of foul language, a lot of interesting violence. Does it have a lot of foul language? It's got- I, I think it's up there with Lethal Weapon three for how much you hear the phrase "son of a bitch." Oh. oh. Gotcha. See, that's how See? bad I am now. I don't even consider that. See, yeah. I don't, well, here's the thing. I don't notice it with movies anymore. And I was once told that by my aunt when I was a kid, that there will come a time when you won't even notice bad language in a movie. I'm like, what? As a kid, I always noticed it. But Twister, I still notice it simply because this is a nostalgic movie for me. Yeah. And I and I always remember these little bits like in movies like that. Yeah. Like, I still remember that Speed has 12 F-bombs. Yeah. Because I think with, cool. with some editing, speed could have been BG thirteen, but sure. you know, thank God it's not. Oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it, it would have been speed too. Uh, Wait, that's so funny because it's the same director. Yeah. Which well, that's a that's a nice segue. <laughs> right, because our director for this is Jan Debon, who was a cinematographer. Yeah, yeah. He um, Die Hard. Yeah, Die Hard. That's the one. Was it the first one? Mm-hmm. Did he do the other ones? No. Because I know some there were there was some carryover to Die Hard two at least. Well, Stephen D'Souza. Yeah, uh, co-wrote Die Hard too, uh, but he wrote. Die I, Hard I love how those movies. We always joke about the Die Hard movies. Not one of fifty-eight them, minutes. They're all based on something Except else. Except one, <laughs> right? The one that sucked. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I remember that summer was going to be talk huge. About the summer. Summer of '96 was the first summer where I was like, and that's uh, when I was aware. Yeah, this is when movies felt really big. Like is in, and I guess just because. With Jurassic Park, that was it. it. Was just that's the one I, that was the only one as a kid I remember seeing that was big before that. Right, and they Jurassic Park was used in the marketing for Twister. Yes, because, because of Kathleen Kennedy, Steven Spielberg, and Michael Crichton, and Michael Crichton, who original wrote, screenplay. Right, which and it's always a gamble. Two million bucks they got right this fucker. Mm-hmm. So here gets some interesting backstory. This All right, so came out we said ninety six. You guys know where the budget is. It's got to be a hundred million. It's close. 90. 90. 90. 92. Okay. 92 million. Domestic gross, do you know? Can you guess? Yeah. Roughly? I want to say 222. I'm going to say 175. 242. Oh. 242. Worldwide gross, you know? Yeah, because I looked that one up. 449, right? 494. 494. 494. Yeah. 
This was the second biggest movie of the year. So this is what I want to do next. Can you guys name? Do you think you can figure out the top five in '96? Top five in '96. Because you know it's number one. I know. Okay. Independence Day with three oh six. Twister with two forty two. Okay, now it's now it's guessing. Mission Impossible. Bam! Good call, sir. Yeah! Oh. With 180. Is that number three? Yes. Okay. Mm. Man, that's a hell of a summer. <laughs> Come on, Jason, you can chime in here, too. Well, I'm sitting there thinking, I don't have the See, cinematic... That, when I was a kid, I remember every year when these movies came out. Now, w- that's one Tom Cruise movie. Is, is Jerry Maguire in there? Number four! Oh, goddamn! Boom! Now, number five makes total gonna... sense based on the time. English Patient. Ransom. Oh, really? What a great movie. What a great top five. Yeah, it is. Because when you look at it, two crews and you get Mel Gibson and two, like, massive. Like, Do you see how much blockbusters have changed in the last 20 years? Back when it was good and now it's just fucking superhero movies. Oh, there you go. Get them on that rant. No. Oh, I'm never going to fucking stop. There's 67 goddamn speaking parts in Batman. 67. Which Batman? The new one. The one coming out. Sixty-seven. Superman? Yeah. Sixty-seven speaking characters. That's an audition I want to go to. (laughs) Whatever the fuck, uh, they already said it, that Avengers is is probably going to have twice that. Yeah. It's too much. (laughs) It's too fucking much. This is what killed superhero movies to begin with. Well, it's okay. You know, things go away and they need to. They need to go away. (laughs) They need to fucking go. I love looking at this because when I saw Tom Cruise had two in the top five, that was back when it was okay to like Tom Cruise. Two of his best movies. Yeah. Yeah, So, because Mission Impossible was also that summer. So, he had three just magnificent pictures this summer. And I couldn't see any one of those. What's really cool. Did you Twister was was one of the first movies greenlit. Well, at least according, you know, I mean, there could have been others before this. It was greenlit without a script. It was greenlit based on test footage only. Of the twist. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't you have to make a movie around that. Mission Impossible that year, wasn't that the year that those summer kicked off before Memorial Day? Wasn't that the first, like, big... So Twister is a May, I believe, a May release that uh-huh. year. So I think it was pre-Memorial Day. Broken Arrow probably. came out that year, too, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, it did. Yeah. And I am a fan. I um, was going to say, that's... The second best American movie. Give me a second. But um, as, um... Face off. Um... <laughs> The interesting thing about it, though, like uh, there was an awesome piece somebody did about the, it was it was kind of about Hollywood and visual effects. They say Twister is a landmark because yes. it's the first time that you know it was it was one of the first times that the visual effects are what were able to get a movie on the ground rolling. They had no script, so they you know they paid Crichton two million. Joss Whedon did rewrites on it. Mm-hmm. A lot of, of he did. A lot of people it's did. Got zingers. And good ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that crew of people could be, you know, the, the land of Han Solo's. What was that show? The land of Han Solo's. <laughs> Firefly. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Except, I mean, I love they that. were all Han Solo's, but they were a lot better developed than the characters in this movie. Well, yeah, you had 13 fucking episodes in a movie. Uh, I was looking up Broken Arrow real quick, but I, I'm not seeing people with just the, names. Hey, Bubba. Hey. Well, you know what's crazy? One movie that made the top 10 that year was The Birdcage. That's how badass movies were back in 96. See? They're just better. They're more diverse. Mm. Lots of choices. Oh, and there it is. Uh, a Time to Be a Racist was oh. uh, number 10. Because we can't say kill anymore. 
Oh, yes, and the, the last good Schwarzenegger for a while, a racer, was uh, number yes, 14 sweet. with 101 million. All right, I'll get off that tangent, but I thought it was fast. But the thing that was cool about Twister, they said, was, and I remember this too. It was the first movie that visual effects wise, I was really floored by, even more so than the dinosaurs. Really? But it's because, a different kind of. of Special effects, and you, and you also got to take yourself back. This was um, this wasn't in really in the infancy of of CJ. This was when it was really starting to just become the norm. Because they talk Independence Day. Yeah, did it too. Yeah, and Independence Day actually, and it's only because it's such a grander movie. It, it's 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 much more impressive. Right. Independence Day. Not to say that these tornadoes didn't look amazing back then. You think that's what it is? Is because we you see a tornado. So like you see someone a enhance a tornado, like you like make one. You're like, wow, you, you've never seen a dinosaur. There were two things that helped this movie too. It's trailers, mm-hmm. very ambiguous. It did not. I don't remember the trailers really giving me a lot to go on. Just that this was going to be a two, scary movie. That poster is frightening. I love the poster. It's still frightening for me. And I'm not. And I don't mean like I get like, uh, but like I look I'm at with like, you. There's there's a horror great because there's also that car. There's that one car. It has nothing. It doesn't show the trucks. It right. just shows this one car that looks like it's going at it. And it's like, what the hell? Because as a kid, I remember, I was like, oh, so is this going to be like a family that's going to get stuck in this or that? Thank God they didn't go that No, way. no, no, no. Because that's what's exciting, that, that the characters in this movie do this for a living. So let's build on that. Last thing before we dive into the plots, there are leads in this movie. We do have to talk about that. Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt, who I, I think based on that $92 million budget being effects-driven, they knew they probably had to go cheap. Well... If you necessarily the flip side of that, Independence Day was Bill Pullman, <laughs> Will Smith, who there was a time when Will Smith was not a major movie star, mm-hmm. or, and this was it, or bad accents, or tell the tell the truth. Why didn't I get an Oscar? Well, have you seen your tell the truth? <laughs> you gotta bring. I should, if I could have waited an hour, it would have been better. <laughs> I hate but, the bit of that. Uh, Goldblum. Yeah, Goldblum, who really he was a movie star more so in the eighties, yeah, and yeah. with the fly and stuff yeah. like that. But I like this because I like that's one of the reasons I used to love these kinds of big budget movies because this this they would cast people who weren't that expensive and who were more character actors. Like Helen Hunt was known for what Mad Mad about, about you, you. you. and but Bill Paxton. I mean, like she'd done movies in the eighties, like Project X, you know, and stuff like that. But like, yeah, she was like in Mister Saturday Night, right, uh, in the early nineties. Um, but Bill Paxton was mainly known as a character actor or a side part with weird science. He has like a mini explosion Aliens. in this little in this because you talk yeah. Apollo thirteen, yep. yep. Twister, and Titanic, in, also True Lies, and True Lies. I mean, oh yeah, Jesus Christ! I mean, like he has got. I mean, he's littered throughout the nineties, but it's right in this mid right. of the nineties part here where he really like it's as, it's about as big as his stock gets. But I know he directs Frailty, and I know right. people, but still big love, yeah, yeah, you know. But this, oh, it was a huge this Bill Paxton part. fan as a kid. And and I, I that sounds weird, but I always loved him. And I'm sure, like, if you had unlimited budget, you'd try and shoot for bigger act. It. This is one of those times where it just happened to work. The people you got, but sometimes it's isn't it good to go see the movie because you want to see the movie, not because who's in it. Right, right. right. Well, the, the the special effects were the star. Right. It's the same thing. It's the difference between this movie and Jurassic Park. The dinosaurs are the star of that movie, but there are great characters in that movie. Mm-hmm. I would say there are good characters in this movie. I, I think this movie doesn't get enough credit for uh, the character because they say that it's really light on characters. I'm, I don't really think that. I think they get enough. Yeah, I still I would. Uh, there's credence to it being light, but I agree. It's not light where it's bad. There's right. light where it's, it's light. There is light. If, where I mean, if you just remove the 
the Meg scene. Uh, you know, Meg. Yeah, where they where they get uh, where they Steaks. eat. Yeah, if you eliminate that, then we might have a conversation. But other than that, but their the, my thing is their crew's too big for and for if there were fewer of them to fill in like fewer people doing one more role or something that would have worked out. But there's just too many. Hey, it's that guy. Hey, I'm here to hang out with us when we're under the, the oil change pit. The the scene where we first meet all of them, they all. Have like a specific thing that we that that's memorable almost, right. and this is where I think Joss Whedon wrote some stuff because you get the Dusty saying whatever the shit he's talking about, and then it cuts to Alan Ruck talking about folding the maps. Mm-hmm. Awesome. This is Joss Whedon. It has to be like this is so memorable. He's like, well, there's a big crease through Wichita. <laughs> Roll the maps. Yeah, yeah. Roll the maps. Yeah, stuff like that. There's the weird couple. Just Let, let's go back to Dusty for a second. Okay, Philip Seymour Hoffman. This is his best performance. This is the first time I've ever seeing him play the Jack Black role. Oh, but oh, he makes this. He his is. Own. Oh no, awesome. He is so good. Because you know what's movie. great is um, he is so big at times in the beginning here. Mm-hmm. When you get down to it's going to hit Wakita head on. And it's great. Yeah, he gets. It really makes those scenes pay off, and he can't keep his pants on. Yeah. Always falling down. The right. movie, he's always pulling his pants. Yeah, I noticed it when he's on, uh, walking on top of the house. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. get all that shit out. But I mean, he's got he's got he's, a lot of nice little moments, and um, he would go on to be the biggest star. Yeah, uh, to come from this movie, we got two Oscar winners in this picture. Mm-hmm. So you know, mm-hmm. right on. And um, to go back to Yon Debont real quick. Yeah, he directed Speed, yep. which was a, the like the sleeper hit of '94, uh, and I still say that is far and away the best movie that he did. And one hell of a blockbuster, too. And this was kind of the sad part, because I, I think this, that, and Twister are so well-directed, well-shot. And then it is just one of the steepest, like, descents in film history. I, do you remember they they talked about Tomb Raider 2 is supposed to be his make or break? And that was it. Broke. That's the last one that's listed on this film. Robert Butler's in there. You know that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Jan de Bont, you know, you say this name a lot when we talk about movies, and it's because, I mean, he was good for a time, but he only directed five movies. The other ones were Speed 2 and The Haunting. Mm-hmm. And The Haunting, remember that, how big that was supposed to be? Yep. They treated that like it was magnificent. And it was a magnificent turd. Yeah. Yeah. I remember sitting in the theater going, I, I, to my day, I'm very disappointed. She goes, with me? I said, no, with the movie. With me? I mean, it was just because I'm one of those, like, when, when we went to the movie. I'm always talk. disappointed. You don't talk. You don't, like, you know, you don't talk in the movie. And then I just kind of leave because I didn't say anything. Oh, to shut your fucking mouth. Oh, oh. I'll tell you, I'll tell you guys, after we get to the, the movie conversation, a little story about how it's like to go to the movies with Charlie. What did I do? Nothing wrong. <laughs> so, Absolutely nothing wrong. That's what's great. <laughs> Let's dive into this sucker now. The opening okay. is, remember this, the, the Warner Brothers logo? There's something always cool about this. It's creepy. The Taz, like the Tasmanian yeah. devil. But, I thought it was neat. Um, not to go back to speed, but the, the score for that movie, I always loved that score. It was by Mark Mancina. Uh, great, great score. And he came back to do this, and I forgot how creepy this score was. With, and it's the violin This part. prologue. It's the prologue. This thing... Is still scary to me for some reason. They, well, they do a great job. It's, it's June 1969. They hide the twister. They really do. They yeah. do. They and, jaws it. They jaws it. And, and uh, June, in June of 69 is what we're given, our, is our time. And then as we see these shots of Oklahoma, but each shot, the weather gets a little, it looks a little more foreboding. 
to the point yeah. where we, you know, we come, we pan it's down like, in this house, and it's just full it's either on. A Twister or Jason Voorhees. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the actor? I didn't look him up. Do you remember the guy who plays Joe's dad? That's the guy from Ready to Rumble. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. He is a what? Dude, he makes badass. the most of this part. It's such a small part, but because I, I mean, love the way he orders the dog to get into the shelter. Yeah. Get come on, Toby. Come on, Toby. God damn it. So, um. The tornado warning. I mean, I love it. Like it's so authentic because you can tell that's a re- that was a real thing that they just kind of probably they probably took it, reworked it to use for this. That was probably a legit tornado warning. Six. I love how the guys like well, well they're just kind of calling it all Oklahoma yeah. County. That and I always remember the line right right as they're leaving the house. I actually set it back to the TV is like because he's got the earpiece and he goes the center part of your house. Like like they edited this really well. Yeah. Like to get just kind of the scary feeling. One of my I thought was just great. Like. You see Joe's mom. It's a big woman. Yep. These look like, like normal people. Yeah. I, I just, I, there was some about that was just cool. And then when they get in, like when they go into that shelter, like, okay, everything's going to be it's fine. All sound mixing. And then like you see like. I, the new shit. Yeah. It carves back Jurassic Park, though. The water. Right. And, you know, the water moves when the T-Rex moves. And then like, I got to hold on. Yeah. And you're like, oh, shit. Which, which we later find out like within the next minute, he probably didn't have to do that. Yeah. Because <laughs> somehow they don't get sucked They don't get sucked out. When he get like I, I, in the theater, seeing that it's was like terrifying. Yeah, seeing him get sucked. Like, yeah, it's funny. It's almost borderline comedic, but I know it's, what you mean. Yeah, you know, I kind of see weird. Why I don't look hard enough? I think it's <laughs> earnest. <laughs> you know what I mean? The hat. Like I don't know why. <laughs> and Jim Barney. And now it's comedic. You ruined it. Well, I guess to be in that category in the Golden Globes now. But um, good callback. Thank you. What's even more just devastating without seeing the tornado is when they show the next day and they use the exact same shot, but everything, like you barely see what's left of that house. Like the tractor is in the tree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it is, you're like, what the hell just hit that? And of course, I love later on, they talk about that was the last F5. Right. Of course, I can't think. <laughs> oh my God, I just made the connection. Like, really? <laughs> yeah. I've been sitting there going, no, please. It's like, oh, the F5. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Did you literally think he named it after the support key on the keyboard? Dude, Brock Lesnar. I love that meme. Oh, press F5 for protect. That is one of the funniest memes I've ever seen. But anyway, this scene. Joe's dad enters the suck zone. He's gone. Oh. The way he screams like as it's happening. I know we're going to talk about things that don't age well. This next thing doesn't age well at all. When they cut to like present day and it shows like the world and the satellite. That's no, no, no. I can forgive this because I almost wrote a note about it. And I was like, oh, God. You think it's the computer? It's the computer. Okay. That's, yeah, that makes more I sense. I stopped and I was like, oh, okay. Because even Under Siege 2, which came out the year before, had horrible space visual effects. Yeah, right. But that was actually space. Th- this part's weird to me. Like, th- this part, like, because they come back to this. They don't come to these people enough. And that reminds me, did you see the credit at the end? Jake Busey is in this movie. Yeah. Oh, is he? No. He's not, but he's credited. He and I had to look it up. He's uh he's in there in that room somewhere. Oh, okay. these were the supposed N- to be SSL? bigger characters. The National Space Station. Yeah, because it's on the. If you go to the Voodoo website, when you go to the cast and crew, I was like, I don't remember Jake Busey in there. Yeah, he is. It's Can't um, find him though. This um um this center like it's funny. It's like their their sole purpose is just to. Uh, 
people and get I, paid for this. Like, I, it, and I can't even say they get the plot moving because we understand what the plot is. Like, it, you it's don't need almost these people. Un, no. And then that's why when we later, like in the movie, invariably we'll cut back to them, right? At least two other times, and it's just like it's just so we can see the guy without but, his tie. Like, oh shit, <laughs> I've but, ruffled my tie. Clearly, shit's about to go down. But they do point at the computer and go, "Oh, this is going to be a bad day." And then this wonderful music kicks in awesome. with a fantastic panning shot of the landscape. Yeah. That, like this really happy Mark Mancina music that ah oh, I ate this up and then and it goes right to the car right to right to Bill Paxton and Jamie Gertz who's correctly being his name is Billy yeah Billy I, and, I, I and really, it took me a minute you were like uh you were saying this credible music, and I just remember when they roll up to me, the crew is playing the Goo Goo Dolls. I was like, "Please don't tell me, no, not Dude, that. I can't. I Which, love the fucking soundtrack. I bought it. I got it. It was a sound. They didn't have the Eric Clapton song on there, so I had to buy that separately. Tears in Heaven. No, no I'm gonna treat you, girl. <laughs> Show me the I love the way that Philip Seymour Hoffman sings that. Yeah, yeah. That's a soundtrack, and I remember like my VHS Solid. copy. It plugs it with the Van Halen music. Oh yeah. Um, which I, I completely forgot about their supplemental track. Respect the Wind. Yeah. It's a good song, too. Their, um, um, that soundtrack, I had completely forgotten about it, but watching this movie, I was like, I thought this, I was like, man, I need Sing to fucking get this. Got Child in Time by Deep Thanks for reminding me with your hatred of the Goo Goo Dolls track. No, no, no. I love, I love that Goo Goo Dolls song. Them. It's got and then, you got and then you got the wrong version of Van Halen doing that song to me. Human being, if that was David Lee Roth, I think that would have been so much All right. better. David Lee Roth can't it, sing it, that. It's not about the singing. It's got that kind of sing-talk part that, to me, David Lee Roth does so much better. Jason, I'm a big right. Roth. I love Roth. This is a perfect Hagar. So I love yeah. this for Hagar. And this is probably my favorite Hagar. This is the best Hagar song. Yeah, I, I do. I, I dig this. And a lot. And to me, like the, the, the vocals are almost completely fucking unnecessary. It's just such a good instrumental <laughs> on yeah. its own. Then it should just be Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> well, oh, get the fuck out of here! <laughs> All right, God damn! You need a David Lee Roth. Just can't just, sing just for do shit. Right. Is this a third receipt? It's no. Oh yeah, there's yeah, that's the third one. Right. Him hitting those shine on notes? No this, fucking way! I, no. no. With Michael Anthony? No. Um, so the introduction. All right. So the whole purpose of Bill. And Melissa coming to this area of, of, of Oklahoma is they need Joe, the Helen Hunt character, sign to sign the, the divorce, divorce papers. Which apparently she's been holding on. I did the math. It's been like six months because there's talk of December. Yeah. And then someone mentions at some point later in the movie that they're in the middle of summer. Well, because they say June of 69. June, they're saying. Yeah. It's right. Oh, so, yeah. that's exactly. Like, but, um. That's uh, coming. What's interesting is the whole papers <laughs> thing becomes our whole th- crutch of Act One. Right. It's the whole reason to keep Bill in the movie. Yeah. It's the papers. Because there's this great joke, running gag, that he's back. Yeah. No, I'm not back. Right. If she would just sign the papers, a switch, he wouldn't be in a, this movie. There's a point we get to where it's not even it's not about the papers. And it's like, all right, I'll give you one day. Whether she flies or not, I'm gone. So now it's like, okay, now we've kept him in the movie. Yeah. But this papers thing's important. So, um... It's Jamie Gertz. We didn't talk about her. I love her. Yeah. She, this is a completely different role for her. It really Remember is. Remember her from Seinfeld? Yes. Yeah. Loved her in Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. I, and um, what, 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 um, who was Lost she in Boys, right? Spare Square. She was? She's the girl that the Kramer's yeah. talking to over the... And uh, Lost Boys. Yeah. Oh, and she is great bit, great bit Lost good Boys. in Lost Boys. Yeah. Still um, standing? And next we get to that Aussie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a great show. 
I really like that. It's show. okay. I, 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 it's one of the better of the fat guy, yeah. tiny, so like, really hot. I think it was that dude. Yeah. I like that guy. I thought that That's guy. Mark was, Addy. Yeah, I forgot his name, but I, he was uh, Fred Flintstone in uh, Viva Rock Vegas. Oh, the but one with the bald one. He's also a Knight's Tale, and the thing everyone knows him now for is Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. What are you doing, Rocky? I don't know what he's doing over there. Anyway. So we get to the, in- the intro now. Bill and Melissa roll up to uh, just, you know, there's some random area where these guys are all Storm camped Central. Out. Yeah. <laughs> where we get Joe's, I guess, Joe's, Joe's Motley crew. Because yeah. the this is a typical, this is the typical disheveled group of geniuses. Yep. Like they're all brilliant. They're all unkempt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not going to go through a name all, but Dusty no. and the Barn Burner Dusty's is, the, important. is the big one. The yeah. one that sticks out to me that I don't like is the middle-aged guy with the beard. That he should have died when he plays the wow. plays the, no he should have died William Tell Overture the, when he cranks it yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, I I've never that. understood that as a kid that's why when he gets waffled by, waffled well, by the um, hubcap I he, love it he should have died there but he has one great moment which is later in the movie when he goes asshole like when he yells out the window <laughs> hello yeah that's it hello <laughs> shit that's it <laughs> um okay so, when we see I, I, the chemistry, Bill Pax and Helen Hunt is great. You would not think that. No, I love her line delivery. Like she says, very she says lines like I don't think anyone else would say them. Like she like, she she goes. Like, um, I know. I'm gonna give you an example. Parts. I'm sure he's saying the same thing about you. Yeah, that I actually rewound it and I was like, same thing about you. Yeah, her voice just kind of cracked. Man, she's she's pretty. Like, yeah, she's gorgeous. This is the best she ever looked. Yes. Is she trying to do a Midwestern accent? No, I think she is Midwestern. No, she is. But that's yeah. this with the accentuating the. I remember Amanda went up to when she was in New York for that summer. She was doing Our Town. That thing was sold out like a motherfucker. Like you could not get into that Our Town that she was doing. Anyway. Um, okay, so. Between the, what, you know, I'm here, you're here to get the papers, you know, I've got the papers, you know, but she's being, she's being very coy and evasive about it, about, because. What is that thing? I don't her, understand the ring. Okay. I, I thought about that as a kid. Like she covers her wedding ring with Yeah, because she doesn't want, she doesn't want Bill Paxton to see that she still wears it. Mm. She's trying to hide it. But she won't just take it off. No, because she still loves it. Well, I get that. It's just, I think that would just be weird. I'm just going to take this ring and put it. Here. Well, it kind of it, co- it, it kind of covers it. It kind of right. does since it's a bigger ring. It kind of does. Um, I think if you saw it real quick, you wouldn't have known because it's just kind of a plain old wedding band. And it, this was. Uh, did you notice this? That they they never. When I was a kid, I always noticed that they never mentioned why they divorced. But there's. Little, I found little hints. Well, they try to hot shot. Could be. Yeah. There's there's a weird conversation they have in the car. That, yeah. It, it, it's it's. I. I think that's it. Didn't age well for me. I looked at it. I was like, "Oh, this is so. This is badly manufactured to really create, you know, instantly the conflict that these guys had." Hint at it, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the in the course of their first conversation, when Bill arrives, Dorothy gets brought up. Mm-hmm. The I MacGuffin, know, right? <laughs> One of the coolest. I've always loved this. Which I guess well, is a real deal. This is a real thing. Now, what oh, people it was, laughed at this when this movie well, came out. It's called Toto. Like now? As an act in reality, like with yeah. real storm chasers had like, was this created because of Twister or was this around before? If, like when the movie from came out. Reading the IMDb just trivia, it sounds like the movie was inspired by. Well, sure. There's the little there's Toby, the little dog, reminds me of Toto, and, yeah. and then there's this Dorothy thing, and you know, Wizard of Oz only happens because and of the Judy Garland's in the movie. 
she's on uh, Meg is watching I don't know what it's, movie it is is it Meet Me in St. Louis it might be but that's that's Judy Something Garland on the TV so yeah I mean it's cool they have a lot of nice little bits to mm-hmm. it um, but uh, the whole thing about Dorothy is it's a it's a an instrument to be able to study tornadoes right mm-hmm. it's got a bunch of these here little sensors it's got a bunch of little sensors inside they're supposed to go up into the tornado and bring back information with the sole purpose as and what's great is Jamie Gertz is like us like she she yep. represents the audience cause I don't get yeah. any of that yeah, yeah. Um, the whole idea is to be able to create a better warning system because five for, minutes isn't enough for right, right. they right. want to do 15 yeah Which, yeah you know, hey. but the, the catch is they have to find a way to get it into the twister right they get it in the damage path and then uh, out of the way before it gets you too that's a great explanation by Bill Paxton yeah the only other guy who could have done this was Kurt Russell. I'm convinced. Probably. Well, I like that Bill Paxton is basically made out to be the number one tornado guy on the planet. He's the tornado whisperer. Yeah. <laughs> he knows what the fuck he's doing. Yeah. Like, like, like Carrie always has, has that line later on about, you know, the days of sniffing the dirt are over. And then, like, one of the very next scenes is Bill Paxton holding yeah. the dirt. And it's he's just kind of looking around. Great call out. Yeah. I miss Carrie always. Just because this, yeah, this, this is my introduction to him. Yeah. And this why is why he was in the role of being so always in the asshole role. Right. As opposed to, you know, like you go back and watch Men in Tights and things like that. And you're like, wait, this guy's funny. And then you go, oh, you remember that Seinfeld episode? Oh, yeah. He goes in and out of that British accent. Is he in multiple episodes thing. or is he just that one? His wife, Deb- yeah, Deborah Messing, is back. in a few, but he's only in the he, one. He, that's the. I saw that he's recently. really bad in that episode. Well, he's also remember like how he's a guy who could be awful and yep. great. Mm-hmm. Saw saw it? he's awful and great in the movie. <laughs> there are moments of both. <laughs> Robin and Mantites, That's the best thing he ever did. Better than the Crush. So before we before we dive into his character, yes. his group, because we have antagonists, of course, and in, in, yes. in this movie. Well, they, they go to chase a twister. So the why do you what's have great to have about that, though? Let what? me ask you guys because you guys. Are, you know, you've taken writing classes, and everything. So your your big bad is the weather. Why do you have to have human antagonists for this story? This is what really gets him kickstarted into going into. Yeah, I think that's so. It's it's, it's it more his pure, motivation. He's yeah, jealous because did you notice they their little dot 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 three, which was hilarious. I thought it was oh Dorothy, that's cute. It, they never get into position not to ever close. get not even never. They just drive around. I love that auto club thing. Hey, look, it's the auto club because they just drive around. Yeah, and they, they don't, don't like, do uniform anything. vehicles where like her crew is like, well, we got this fucking. And I yeah, wonder and if there's supposed to be some commentary on like cor- like uh, the corp- corporations. Oh, sure, like, with nature and shit like that. Well, because they say that uh, Bill Paxton says that um, Jonas is his the name. Nightcrawler. Yeah, the <laughs> Nightcrawler. So like Gyllenhaal. Uh, he talks about how Jonas used to work with them, like in the lab, and then he went out and got some corporate sponsors. Like Kurt Russell would have nailed that. Like, yeah, he oh, would yeah. have. <laughs> Jonas, <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> That's the first one. <laughs> yeah, I love it. What's great about Paxton throughout these scenes is like, because he's just coming to get these divorce papers, but you can tell he w- he wants to be. He misses this. He misses. He's a weatherman now. Yeah. Yeah. Say. I really enjoy your weather reports. You <laughs> not through you. Yeah, but this is uh, the first time we see the twisters. When uh, what is it? Melissa goes to ride off with Dusty, and then Bill and Joe ride in uh, Joe's car. What's mm-hmm. neat about this movie is each twister gets yes worse. All right, or, or there's more. There's or more. the right. Yeah, and 
it's almost like the what's great is they t- they they time putting a twister like it's time for a twister every like maybe 10 15 minutes to mm. kind of keep things it happens moving just enough yeah it's really it's cool so this first one cuz this could get monotonous cuz yes, very they, quickly but what's neat is like they're on their way to their first one that's when they run into Jonas this is what killed me that motherfucker forces Bill Paxton on through and gives him a flat tire how does he not kill that guy yeah like mm-hmm. his the, I could see him flying off the handle, being like, "You son of a bitch!" <laughs> yeah. Force me off the road. Yeah. What pushes him is dot three. Yeah. That's what gets him. Not just, not the tire incident. And it cracks me up. Like I, I, I love how he rattles off all that shit, and none of Joe's crew says like, "We got all that shit too, man. We've got all of that." Yeah. Because it's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Well, but they just sit there and take it. Well, this is the little scene that we always quoted back and forth with the Carrie Always line, which was. Unrealized, unrealized idea. idea. Oh, unrealized. So hilarious. <laughs> He's going so over the top with it. Um. All right. So shows he ripped it off. Okay. Good. Joe or uh, Bill Paxton's moment with the sky and the dirt. It's really nice. So cool because it's just like because what's what's great is the first shot. A sense of scope. Still of a still kind of a blue sky. But then when we come back... She's turning green. Yeah. 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 And then... Uh, Greenish. Like greenish. Greenish. Yeah. Let's yeah. <laughs> so this cafe scene. Because the, the, the first bit with Joe and Melissa, old or soon-to-be divorced wife, yeah. soon-to-be new wife, because that's another thing. Bill needs to get divorced so, so he can get, can get married. married. <laughs> You're not much for browsing, are you? The first scene, like, there's not a, you don't feel a lot of conflict yet between Joe and Melissa. It seems like she's, like, really interested in what she does. Yeah. Well, Melissa creates conflict. Wow, in a heartbeat. And it makes, it made sense to me because she's a therapist. When I thought about it this time, I was like, oh, she's a therapist. And a she's woman. And, <laughs> here we go. Oh. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, my hands. <laughs> Your ability to marry him. Eyes in my hands. Yeah, that would be oh, This week on Twister. <laughs> <laughs> it could it could be at least a three season CW soap. Uh, but what's cool the. Uh, do you, do you think the restaurant people, like the people who work in the cafe, like Jonas and his people, like setting up their computers and oh shit God. everywhere? It's the busiest they've ever been, probably. I would hate this. <laughs> yeah, but no one's going to buy anything. Exactly. Yeah, I'll have a coffee. No. That's all they get. Coffees and lemonade. Yeah, yeah. coffees yeah. and lemonade, right. With that lemonade, I, even as a kid, it I thought that was mad. a waste. Yeah, I always hated that. <sighs> Melissa buys... Car? Well, okay. first of all, this yes. is a two-part me getting angry. Oh, Melissa says to Bill, "I got us some lemonade." No, you didn't. Joe bought the lemonade. Oh, that's a Costanza. Yeah, that is exactly. <laughs> it's a Costanza. Yeah. Yeah. I bought. Joe that. bought the lemonade. <laughs> Don't you take credit for the lemonade that she bought? And then I thought, oh, we gotta find a twist of the plots that way. And they, <laughs> yeah. put, they put the lemonade on. She puts the lemonade on top of the car, drives off, forgets all about it, and never like that. Because oh my god, love lemonade. Lemonade gets brought up again later on. Meg, is this fresh lemonade? I'm moving in. Yeah, I'm moving in. That guy, that guy bothers me. Never liked him. I don't, there's something about it. Yeah, it's it's his face. Teeth, the subplot. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, But, um, all right, so we find, now we're we're back on the move towards our, um, who's in the cars? All right, so we got Joe and we got Bill Mm -hmm. in the yellow truck with Dorothy one. Uh And then we've got Belzer and the other lady. His I wife? Don't, are they together? I don't know. Never. Who's I driving they Billy's were. red truck during this? Melissa. Melissa's she spilled the lemonade. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> how I <laughs> There it goes. 
bitch. <laughs> and then you've got uh, you've got middle aged William Tell Overture. He looks like somebody, man. Just, what does he do? He cranks. Is I don't he, know what he does. Is he cranking up the air? Because that's not a radio dial. I don't think. Because I know they all get on the same CB thing. Because right. all the music's coming yeah. through, and it's because the other uh, bells are in the. They're listening. Oh, doing Oklahoma. D- d- well, talking about. These characters, uh, when they not got to go back for a sec because I wanted to bring this up to you because I I hate I didn't like this as a kid and I still hate it. Uh, there's that one guy with the beard. Definitely. I like him through the whole movie except for the one line that he has right when they go for the first twister. And I never knew what he said for years. And then I put it on subtitle. He says, "It's fatty time." You remember this? It's fatty time. What does that mean? Is, is he going to get big, high? It's and a go, big fat tornado. Like he says that as he's running to his car. Maybe he. I mean, let's see. When was this? Ninety six. Yeah. Is it like a fat twister? It's yeah, gonna, that's the only. That's the only thing that makes sense. The way he says it, though, always bothered me. Anyway, so, moving on. And then there's rabbit and um, rabbit. and then the, the guy from the single guy. I don't know his name. The guy with the tall hair. No, no, no. They're in a different car. No, no. He's in the car with Jeremy Davies. Forgot to mention him. Yeah, he yeah. pops up in this. Um, who's he's just. Uh, I'm gonna go hide. I'm gonna hide here in the car. Oh, you're talking about the fucker from Lost? Yeah, Daniel Faraday. Yeah, playing the same character. Yeah, he did Manson. Did you know he played Manson? And I think a he looks like Manson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So he, he, those two guys ride together. Alan Ruck, Rabbit is riding with Teeth. The subplot. And Alan Ruck was in his name. Alan Ruck was in Speed. Right. So this is a nice carryover of actors that were good. That's our caravan, and Dusty is Dusty. But the barn. No one wants to ride with Dusty. Yeah, Melissa sure doesn't later on. Listening yeah. to Deep Purple and yeah. oh yeah, so it's, I, he, it's Jack Black. I mean, I know it's not. It's it's hard to look at. Jack it. Black did the Jackal this year. There was no Jack Black. No, that he was on his if comedy. Anything. He was when he wasn't doing the acting stuff, but just a little bit of things he was. But I mean, like this is if you just look at this, this movie was made three years later. This would have been Jack Black. That's where I was just getting it. Well, then thing. it ripped off Philip Seymour Hoffman. Because uh, then you never see Philip Seymour Hoffman do any of this again. Right. Until Philip Seymour Hoffman is a talented actor. Or it until was. it's time to be along came Polly, where Jack Black couldn't do the movie, so they get Philip Seymour Hoffman to do the Jack Black role. That's, that's just, not Philip Seymour Hoffman's that's not, fault. Yeah, it is. That's, Philip Seymour Hoffman is the best oh, part of that you're just going to tell movie. me he's dead now and we're moving on, right? Is that the next thing? So that's how it's going to do. Where's the rabbit's foot? It is what it is. You have a wife, girlfriend. <laughs> oh, God. <I> <laughs> That's a great just, speech. That was fucking, the fucking trailer. Yes. Yeah. Just, what is this? Oh, it's mission. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's talk about this first tornado. Um, well, let's, before we, because in the car. Phone? What's going on over there? I'm just getting to pull up stuff, so, because, c- to get picture references with the characters that we're doing. Ah, because okay. I haven't watched this. As many times as you have to know. In in the car with Bill and so Bill and Joe, like it's such a weird how the, this conversation escalates because the therapy. Yeah, and he's like uh, he jumps, he makes this leap because well that's what I've found. He says that Melissa is basically a sex therapist. She doesn't know that yet. Mm-hmm. Right. In the car, she just says, he just says therapist in the first conversation. Yeah. He says sex therapist when they're in the car together in the cow. Okay, yeah. so maybe that's why he takes offense to it because she goes, "You're a therapist," you know. Oh, I, you can resist. Yeah, I love, I love that though. Just because that's exactly how I would have reacted. Well, it's, yeah, I no, there's no I way. No, I, because I was anticipating I it, watching like, oh, she's gonna say it. Yeah, uh, I need therapy. Yeah, I mean, she didn't come anywhere close to saying you need and therapy. That's when she goes, I don't. 
no. I, I didn't say that. I didn't say that. She mm-hmm. keeps saying that. It's so funny. I don't know. There's another one of those words. Mm-hmm. She's the way she ups on no. Weird. But anyway, so um, they come up on this feed. If you lost your nerve, fasten your seat. Yeah, tighten your seatbelt. That's Boom. the first one. That's yeah, the first one. That's the one we're on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So this first one. It's so cool when we finally see one. And I like this. This is awesome. The way it looks, how it curves down when it, when it and hits everything. That farmhouse, I think it hits. Yeah. And it just fucking tears it to That shit. was the trailer. This was in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. And this this still holds up as a terrifying thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love the way it rips through. And I love the sounds that these things make. Oh, yeah. I love that. I was reading they use camel sounds. Dude, like, I think like I slow heard, down camel I'm sounds. I'm not joking. I heard a graboid. Oh, well. <laughs> I, have seen it. I have seen it enough. I'm sure they use Jurassic Park sound effects oh, and Tremors. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, totally. I actually heard the scream of the Graboid in Tremors 2. I heard the same. Um, which came out the same year. I just love, I heard a Graboid. I heard a Graboid in just, there. Oh, fuck. Dude, now the Graboid NATO. The Earth is trying to get Graboid NATO. Oh, let's do it. Hurry up. We trademark. Trademark. Cop calling it. It's recorded. Otherwise, it would have been the shortest movie ever made, or shortest blockbuster ever made. Dorothy one isn't nowhere near ready to go because no. they run out of real estate pretty fast, mm-hmm. and by the time that car is slams into that bridge, yeah, that tornado that, right on them. And then we kind of get this weird hint that uh, Joe might have a death wish. Yeah, because she gets like she she um she goes all like Steven she Spielberg wants to like character. I want to go look at. Yeah, it. I need to see it. it. Yeah, I need to see it. Joe, what the hell are you doing? You haven't yeah. signed the papers yet. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> if you don't, well, wait. If oh, it's awesome. <laughs> Even as small as that tornado looks, it picks up her fucking truck and Which dumps is a, it. There's a receipt for that. Yeah, which is fantastic. Where's my truck? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. No, Melissa, does a Harrison, awesome. Melissa does a Harrison Ford drive move <laughs> right out of the way, swerves right out of the way, and so we have to we have our little recovery scene, and of course, like she's she's beside herself, and Bill tries to comfort her, but you know you can tell like he's like oh you know you. Because no, he even I tells her, remember how he tells sorry. her like you know maybe you should just go back. She's like no, I want to tag along. <laughs> Well, that's the way you get. And then come, this one brings up one of the because as they're um, you know kind of salvaging whatever's left in Joe's car, the auto club Jonas's group comes by and does the moment of the movie. Yeah. Loser, move, move along. along. So, awesome. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he kisses uh, what's his face, uh, Jonas's driver, Eddie. Eddie. Yep. Yeah, Eddie. Um, I do love a line in the car where um, Helen Hunt because it's great because like they just had this argument. She dials back. He's like. Are you mad? And he's like, I'll be mad later. I just don't want to get us killed. Yeah, I'm trying not to kill us. It's so yeah. good. It's such a good dial back there. Um, all right, so, so that's a nice truck you got there. Act two, right? That's the perfect segue to act two. I love the, that whole setup. Yeah. Liability only. Mm-hmm. That's not going to work. No way. Yeah, no way. <laughs> Cut. We're driving it. Yeah. <laughs> fact, we've lost the top thing. We've gotten rid of that. Yeah. Yeah, oh. we've gotten rid of that thing, too. Uh, this now becomes like a Dodge commercial. This movie, mm-hmm. I do love this truck. They, I, when I saw Twister, I they had one of these like parked outside. Whoa! Is like, a cross promotional thing. All right, and it's a badass truck. I mean, like if, if hey man, it survived all these damn tornadoes. I'd buy the some bitch. Bam, broken skull ring. Better than his Bronco. You have a Bronco. Um, <laughs> but what's cool on the second tornado they start chasing is that this is how you see like how how awesome Bill is when it comes to tornadoes because they're just driving all of a sudden he's like no stop yeah it's gonna shift watch out bam (laughs) just Baker as Bill (laughs) it's my yard I know what's going on (laughs) 
<laughs> Tighten your seatbelt. <laughs> what? <laughs> Keep rolling, rolling, man. Driving. <laughs> no. No. I like being a storm chaser. It's not my bike, but I'll, I'll take it once a month. Jonas, son of a bitch. <laughs> Triple H is Jonas. Oh, <laughs> so perfect. Unreached potential. Yeah. Now, what was it? Unrealized idea. Yeah. Why is everyone's unrealized? Uh, That's like the standard Triple H impression across the board. Yeah, it is. Hey, <laughs> look out! <laughs> but what's great is like continuously Jonas's group and uh, Bill Pax and Helen Hunt. They're always kind of like neck and neck trying to get to a tornado. But what's cool is. Whereas they rely just strictly on instruments. Which, by the way, did you guys notice? We know when a twister's coming because the Doppler makes a Pepsi symbol. Yep. You know what that? It's no, old. I missed that. On the computer? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's Crystal it's Pepsi. So weird. It's the big one. <laughs> I don't know if it's a or something with the movie because their cans later yeah. are mostly Pepsi I cans. Or, I don't know. CM Punk's coming. But, uh... <laughs> Oh God! It's, it's the best meets the beast. It is. It's the F five. Oh no! Um, but anyway, that's that's what's so cool is that oh. Bill is organic and doesn't need the instruments. Man, look there! Things gonna shift northeast. Bam! Oh, yep, turning green. So that what's cool is when they take the. I love when they take the side roads in these yeah. movies because it's always swerving. It's intense. I don't know how people don't get in auto accidents yeah. with the cars they're driving. Yeah. They make... Uh, it's brilliant. Because it's corn road. Um, well, I also like how they, they rely pretty much on instinct on, yes. on where to go. And Jonas's team basically relies on Bill's instinct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dr. Miller? I think they turned off here. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Are you really? Yes. Uh, what's cool though in the second one is where we get the infamous cow shot. This yeah. became a staple of this movie. Is the cow? People still remember this. Yep. Yeah, I gotta go. We yeah. got cows. Well, yeah. we get what starts off as two tornadoes. You got one over here on this side of the bridge, and one over here. But the one over here ends up. Oh, we got sisters. We got s- <laughs> What's funny is they pay no attention. Right. Why don't they ever, like, maybe we should go to that one. It looks a little quicker. I didn't remember that there were three, but they don't ever worry about this one anymore. They don't. Yeah, that one just kind of gets forgotten about. Um, What's cool is with this one, they go onto a bridge and they get stuck, like, in the thing. That is so cool. That must have been a rush. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, everything just gets gradually more terrifying. Yeah. And so... But once again, they're in no position to get Dorothy ready to do right anything. It's not even an option. So we encounter this tornado, but it doesn't. We don't Can't accomplish our mission or mm-hmm. whatever. So, although we've come to another stopping point, we've you know tornado goes away and everything. It's like, hey, ma- hey, Joe, I can't can't. Uh, I have to notice that we're pretty close to Wakita. <laughs> do you remember this scene coming this fast? No. These movies feel like movies like this felt way longer Mm -hmm. and like everything just came really fast. I thought this was much further in the movie. But yeah, this is kind of our break in act two all of a sudden is now we're food. Yeah. (laughs) Where we need to go. They they end up going to Waukita, which is pretty close by to where they're at. Waukita, Oklahoma, population 538. Yeah. Where I thought this was interesting. Joe's aunt, not her mom. Right. Her Her aunt. Her aunt Meg lives. Where I guess every, I mean every, they visit here plenty of times. Everyone knows Meg. Meg knows everybody. Freezes for all the time. Yeah. And, yeah. and although like it's a point where you know in this this movie about the weather we have to slow things down. Like you know, we're usually just getting tornado, tornado. It's a it's decent because it gives a little bit more for for Joe. I mean everyone else kind of does what they do, and it kind of shows also uh, 
Melissa's inability to understand what right. Bill really does. And Bill really gets a mythical quality. Oh, yeah. Like, the extreme. Really like, yeah. Which they keep saying that, and you're like, what the hell does that mean? Right. And then doesn't Mag do with the running joke, oh, you're back? And right. Yeah. Now, so, is this after the, I like to call it the T-Rex scene? Because the first encounter with T-Rex and Jurassic Park were the one where the tree is up under the truck and they can't get away. And the one tornado's coming and it no, keeps pushing. No, God, you really haven't seen this in, in a while. That's oh, the final I saw twister. it in a month. Like, so, yeah, damn, I thought that it. was... That's the big one. Uh, yeah, the second... Like, it's weird. It's like, the second and third ones, like, although, like, they're virtually the same tornado, like, they, they serve different purposes for the characters. Mm-hmm. For the first one, it's like, this is where we have all three of them in the car together. And that's where we learn the sex therapy. Right. And where it's... It, it really shows this lady's way in over her head. The second one, after the... The food scene here is—it's really good. I think it's such a good uh, character. Yeah, I know the one at night or was a lot scarier. The one that tears up the. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's that's four. That's the fourth one. Yeah. Jesus. So um, with this, with Aunt Meg's scene here, which is so cool. Uh, first, the Bill Paxton mythical quality, <laughs> Billy. <laughs> Straight, apparently strolls up to this jolly green giant. He has he's naked. He's butt but naked. Naked. No. He I t- was not naked. <laughs> Half naked. Half. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Takes a uh, like a bottle of booze and just chucks it into this tornado. And it never hits the ground. Have a drink. <laughs> awesome. So like that's apparently why Bill is the extreme, because not only can he whisper to tornadoes and they talk back to him, but he'll stroll up to one naked. If I can give it a drink. Yeah. Thanks for the blowjob. <laughs> Have a drink. This is when they start talking about uh, Fs. Yeah. F- mm-hmm. F2, F3. It, it's a little cheesy and they get to the F5. It is, because they're like, oh. Look out. I mean, it's just science. Yeah, I mean, just it's like, and then and then there, we get uh, Beard of Guy, Thunder of God. Finger, finger of God. Finger of God. Oh, it's finger of yeah, God. I just think it's great. He shatters out. Oh, it's such a shatter delivery. Just do it now. F4. Yeah, yeah. Then there's F5. I like how oh, Jamie Christ. Gertz, like, like... What's that? What <laughs> Has anyone ever seen an F5? <laughs> Joe has. Yeah, it's well, just, just well, one of us. <sighs> Here it comes, guys. She's going to get all emotional and pot about her dead daddy. What What's neat, though, is Joe's character internalized a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that scene's really good because you can interpret what she's thinking about or whatever. I mean, for the most part, I think we get the idea. It has to do with Bill and everything that's downstairs. And because we're there at Meg's house, I'm sure it brings up a lot of great like family memories, things of that nature. But um, uh, I love on the TV, though, we get Jonas. Well, I blah, 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 blah. Well, they are very unpredictable. Yeah, that's it. Because that's yeah. one thing I love about the movies. You can't stop a tornado, period. Like, they don't try. Like, right. I love how it's not a movie that's insinuating we have a way to stop a tornado. So they don't you know what I mean? throw camper kerosene containers into them to make them explode to stop the, <laughs> but, the thing. But you see what I mean? Like, yes. I'm saying, like, movies, like. It's not out of the realm of possibility. Right. right. That they would yeah. do something like that. But anyway. Um, it's after this though is when they start heading towards Tornado Three, and this is my favorite little bit because this is when the humans being really kicks up. Jeez, I did the orchestral. That's that's I have that. Yeah, yeah. Man, it's so intense. Yeah, and just like yeah, and then fucking awesome. When it gets to the chorus, is right when they go over the hill. Yeah, yeah, for the camera shot. Yeah, it's so fucking cool. Bob's Road, you know what I'm talking. about? Bob's Road, I love that. Bob's Road, because they cut through. I mean, it's a fucking field. Yeah. I don't even know how there's a road there. Some really good editing here. Like it's 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 pretty intense. Yeah, 
they get, and this is another one where Jonas's crew just like, well, well, do we follow it? No. Or, yeah. No, I can't remember what they do, but they intersect them. It's so cool how they. Oh, they're like, where's the road? It should be seeing it. Where is it? Bam! It's coming here up. Come. Here Boom. it comes. And then, yeah, and there's Jonas's crew right there. And, um, because I'm trying to Hello. remember. They end up, um, is, maybe I'm wrong. Was this the one that builds? No, no. He said the second one is the one that's shifting. This one, again, though, they, they decide to take another road. Mm-hmm. I can't, I forget what, I forget the moment they decide, but they're like, they take, once again, they diverge. I don't know where Jonas's crew ever is really doing. No, no they're it, always on it the It does road. bother me. Well, it's not there that, moving. Oh, I know, but like <laughs> they don't do anything. They don't come close to a tornado, or so we think. I mean, I know it's a they eight. will. Oh yeah, <laughs> but um, I call this tornado three is the breaking point because this is where it seems like everything kind of hits the surface here. Yeah. What do you know? This this isn't fun. This is actually yeah. scary. Doesn't this this looks this even hail? Yeah, this yeah. is ugly. This Jan de Bont said that if there was one scene he regretted in this movie, it was the hail because yeah. he said this was so hard to film. And it's really interesting too if you watch it because it's a lot of close ups. Yeah, because they're basically um, like throwing hail at them from the front. Yeah, and that's pretty much all they're doing. So every time you see Bill Paxton, it's really close and yeah. tight. The combination of the sky and the debris and everything looks it's, great. Looks yeah. like they're driving into hell. Yeah. Because no good. That black sky. Yeah, that. And it swirls. Like, yeah. Uh, wow. Um, so they get... This is still Dorothy 2. Uh-huh. And they have four of them. They have four of them. We've lost one. Yeah. We're on to Dorothy 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Okay, good. Okay. Yeah. 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 Um, they try to get this one ready. And one, at this time, though, Melissa's not with them. Right. She's uh, with Dusty. They all hang hilarious. back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, actually, Dusty's like trying to get her to look through the, the, yeah. the telescope. Eh, you're all crazy. I love shit. the Star Wars reference. That, that was the f- I remember that was the first like movie reference I got as a kid when he says, that's no moon, that's a space station. That's I was right. Like, it's a space I like, station. I was like, oh, wow. That was from another movie, so you can do that. Cut two years <laughs> later writing plays. Like, <laughs> nothing but reference. Reference A. Reference B. Reference C, which references A and B. So yeah, he climbs in the back of the truck. And yeah, with you ready, and Joe's just keeps driving. Yeah, and they drive up to this one. Now, try, um, they end up. I'm trying to think about how this one gets fucked up. How the how Dorothy gets fucked up in this. Oh, uh, basically, what happens is um, the tornado uh, oh. disappears. Yeah, it's a jumper. It's a jumper. And, yeah, and, and they're and. And then it comes back, like, hauling ass, and then it knocks out the power line. And the power, and the power line comes down and hits uh, it's, hits Dorothy. And so this one gets weird, because then all of a sudden Helen Hunt is just like, we need to pick up all the sensors. We need to right. do- we got to go now. And Because, and, yeah, Bill's got the right, we got to get out of this. This is bad, because mm-hmm. this thing's a jumper. It's right on top of us. Forget and, it, Joe. Because <laughs> they said, first tornado was probably an F1, we can assume. Second one, they, they say in the house, a solid F2. This one has to be like an F3. Mm-hmm. Right? Just the way everything looks and everything. So um, this is the when we get this really, it, it's an emotional scene because Joe's had left her CB on. or I don't know if it's always on right. or if she left it on. So that way Dusty Y'all and wrap can, this up. Yeah, yeah, they can hear what they're saying. So that makes it important when, you know, she, it, and it's it's weird because like as advanced as she is probably in intelligence with science and everything, she still relies on a very, very just like ridiculous principle that tornadoes pick and choose who they're going to hit. Is that what that meant? Yeah. Like, because it, 
Yeah, because th- that always... Yeah, skip this house, skip that house, and come right for you. And then, Christ, Joe, is that what you think it did? <laughs> Such a good comeback. It's right out of Aliens. And I love this. <laughs> I love it. Things go wrong. Oh, okay. You can't explain This is it. very Keanu Point Break. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it is. The way oh, he says it. Oh. I was like... You can't, you can't predict it. It's like... <laughs> he is... He's it's angry. so good. Because it's raining like Well, this is hell. what's weird. Well, the thing about the scene that's really weird is that um, they seem to have switched places. Where Bill Paxton basically says, you know, look what you got right in front of you. Me, Joe. And I'm like, it's been the other way this entire movie. That's mm-hmm. what's so cool is, and it's and it's heartbreaking. It's really sad because there's nothing wrong with Melissa as a character. No, no she's great. I she's love that they just didn't, the wrong woman. I love that they didn't paint her out to be bad. Yeah, she's not a bitch. I don't know if I talked about it. My mom had the weirdest hang-up on this movie. I don't remember, like, I, I, I always remember specifically this movie. She had a bizarre hang-up, like the movie. She didn't. She she explained to me she doesn't like circumstances where you have one person who's blatantly trying to come between two people. Like she perceived having Helen Hunt is she's deliberately trying to stop Bill from being happy. Like it was so weird, hmm. and I never. And you know now is something. Is that how you look at it? No, I didn't. But that's why I wish you know I would have brought that up with her now because it would have been an intriguing conversation. But I never thought of it that way. In fact, if anything, now and at the same time, I was like, is she talking about Helen Hunt? She could be talking about Jamie Gertz for a while. Uh, Well, there's that line designer. You know, are you still in love with him? And then she says, Well, I don't. uh, It's okay if you are. Yeah. But I don't want this to be a desperate attempt to keep him in your life. Right. I hope this is not a desperate attempt mm-hmm. to keep. I really like the way Jamie Gertz is written. Yeah, because it's because I still not, like her. Because that's not bitchy at all. That's just I'm just laying no, this out good. for you, right? And I think her last scene in the movie is really good. <sighs> that is that is sad. Her reaction in the rain. It, it's you're in the middle of a tornado and you just heard your fiance oh, say, "You have me in front of you." And you know, and what's great is she really underplays it. Mm-hmm. Doesn't over and. I love that Dusty's right there, and he's just he. So one time, Dusty doesn't say a word. <laughs> Dusty don't say shit, because she just said, "You're all crazy." Yeah, she's the craziest one of them all. What? <laughs> <laughs> but um, what's the song? What is the song that plays when they're at the theater? Um, and it's that. Is it Tori Amos? I think so. Yeah, she's on the soundtrack. It's really it's. It's, it's it's great good. no dialogue storytelling mm-hmm. because it's just you know it's it's been a rough day we transition now with some minor orchestral music now to night we're somewhere I have no idea where we're at really in geographically in Oklahoma but we're at a, a drive-in movie theater of a shining of a double bill psycho mm-hmm. psycho oh, this is a hell of a night it was like a deliberate because it was a combination it was the two companies they those are two movies that represent each company I, Warner's one of them I forget what oh, the other okay. one is it, mm-hmm. I forget who the other one is that, that did this movie it was a co-product anyway it's funny if, thinking about how old these movies are. Uh, the Shining was only 16 years old. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, which Shining felt like an old movie then. It did. But you just blew my mind with that. On the flip side of that, Twister is older to us now yeah. than The Shining was wow. to people then. That's, and, oh, Isn't that that's, weird? It's incredible. Yeah. And it, I, I, I love the time. I love this scene. This is probably my favorite scene in the movie is everything this happens is here. There, yeah, there's, there's a lot of good stuff here. Um, I, I it's so and cool. I, and I think a part of the reason why it's so creepy is because they're watching The Shining, and yeah. they pick the right moments, like when that tornado starts ripping through that Holy screen. Yeah, it's right it's when he's axing through. It's right yes. in the axe. That was deliberate. Yeah, and his, his Jackman was his face is 
temporarily projected on the tornado. Yeah. Oh my That's god. So yeah, I, I should have wrote that down. That's good. And I love like this. And this was real. This part I'm reading about was real scientifically, because of the way TVs used to be made. The tor- the first thing that would happen when a tornado is about his, it's going to knock out that signal. That's legit. Like that's not even oh, yeah? a storytelling technique, but it ends up becoming one, and it's great. Like it's so good because that's when you know it's it's the equivalent of the water mm-hmm. when a T Rex is coming. It's like oh shit, we're about mm-hmm. to get one. But what's great? The only, that, the only one that sees it's Jamie Gertz, and she doesn't know that. It, it, watching those the three characters um, each interact either with each other or just interact you know in their own little moment or whatever. Jamie Gertz is in the hotel and the way she it's sad. With with her with her wedding ring, she's she, you know, she's playing with it and she's staring at it and she's well I forget what they're what's on TV or whatever, but um you know she just I yeah, it is sad. She's by it's herself really sad. and she's been probably thinking having these thoughts for four or five hours, which can feel Imagine like that car ride. It can yeah. be an eternity. Holy fuck. The yeah. car ride between Bill Pax and Helen Hunt alone. Yeah, that they're going to get in a car together again. and yeah, I feel really bad for her. I really do. I, I want to believe that Helen Hunt rode with Dusty and that Helen Hunt, or, and that Melissa and Bill Paxton rode in that truck after that Tornado 3. But the ones I feel the most bad for are the employees because they have to make eight coffees to go. Eight? eight. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> eight. Eight. God damn. <laughs> See, that... This here is my uh, tornado chasing unit. <laughs> it's a little bit wordier than yard. <laughs> I just oh god! I got everything. Oh <laughs> my yeah. notes. So the uh, my bad. The oh. tornado chasing unit all I'm has so BSK sorry. on their uh, stomach. I'll keep it's it going. It's your son's room. I know. Mmm, that's a that smells delicious. Oh, it is root beer. I was thinking. I was like, <laughs> how does root beer taste with ink? Well, my bad. I'm. St- <laughs> uh, so well, I don't need these anymore. How much debris? <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! It's oh, my fault. No, I'm speaking. Not a drop. Anyway, never hits the ground. Well, I'll but, be doing um, this. William Rankin's extreme. The um, but what's neat in this this movie theater scene when you see Helen Hunt? She's um. She grabs the divorce papers and goes to fill them out. Why? She has been pining for him. I know. I know. I, th- I have a problem with this. Now she wants to sign it after he's admitted that he wants her back. I don't women. I, <laughs> <laughs> fucking a man. And typical. I, typical woman fashion. Son of a bitch. Logically, it may not yeah. make sense, but in terms of storytelling, just because it's the thing she's been avoiding the entire time. And now, like, you know, it's... it's but there's not even a payoff to this. There is She does sign it. Yeah. But she never gives it to him. Yeah. No one ever sees it by accident. She should, like, in all... In all uh, she should be giving it to him at the end. At the very end of the movie, after they survive the F5. Jesus. Yeah. You know, imagine... Yeah, like, that'd be horrible. No, no, imagine... Here, here's the papers. Imagine she... No, he'd give, it, he'd give it to her, or give it to him, and then they there could be a payoff for it, because it's like... Yeah. Well, then again, by that point, it doesn't matter because Melissa's already left, so it's really not that big a deal. Yeah, Bill's like, well, I don't, you're right. There should be a payoff for it. There yeah. is not. This is I, the last I don't scene. like that she signs it. This is the wrap for the papers. I, I think it's a character betrayal. Ooh. I, no, it is. It's a betrayal of everything that, that they've told us about her since the beginning. Mm-hmm. And 
they, I think they, I swear, I think they just do it to try to keep us interested, even though I think they're doing a fine job of that on their own. Right. Th- this is unnecessary. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, it, yeah. It, if, if, if someone had seen it, it down the line, right. that's another thing. If you think about it in the moment, you just had the, mm, I don't know. I don't know. It's it's tough to interpret. Just like two, it gets sucked up in a tornado. Two days later, someone mail. He's at home. Someone mails him these ripped up signed divorce papers. But um, Joe. <laughs> um, so anyway, the tornado rips through. They all have to hide in. What Whoa. is that? That's a it's a car service center. They're the under, car service. Center. When you go and you get your oil changed at some places, instead of them raising your car, they go below it. Mm-hmm. So right. apparently, this is a really big one. Because there's a lot of people down there. So bearded misplaced man uh, is so happy. It's he, coming, Joe. Did, did he call, that's got that's from the trailer. Yeah, yeah. that's an awesome. It's bit. coming right for us. It's oh, already. Bill, yeah. Bill Paxton has two lines like this. It's already here. He has another line like that earlier. He's like, oh right, right. It's gonna it's fall coming right on for top of us. It's gonna yeah, drop right on us. Yeah, he's just. He's got the, I got your line beat. I've got your line beat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just shut up. But you can't predict them. He's the whisperer. We'll just, we'll, I'll, I'll keep that. Just go fuck yourself. What do you got to do? I'm just kidding. I'm just no. Kidding. What do you got to I'm just kidding. We're going to ruin But um, right. we're having a the, discussion. The F4 is absolutely. The guy is so happy that he catches that hose. <laughs> I got it. And when like, that shit comes flying in, should have just cut his throat. <laughs> Because that's that's actually a problem I have in the movie. None of the storm chasers die. Mm-hmm. None of them die. Well, don't. What's his face? Is don't he's think. not one of them. He's not a part of their group. Oh, he's no, there's their only group. three people who die in this movie: Joe's dad, and then eventually Jonas. Eddie, and yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. And that cow. Yeah, probably that, that cow guy. didn't die. I do. Uh, well, those fucking horses though are resilient. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's unexplainable. I want some horse. I, the house standing, sure. But the horses. Yeah, I didn't realize they? this. Wakita, because what happens next? So the torn we um, in the aftermath. That of, same tornado is like I'm moving down the line. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna go go for your aunt Meg. I'll like, catch your it's ass. Really personal. <laughs> like it's like Jaws four of the Twisters. <laughs> <laughs> With that awful voiceover that tries to explain the unexplainable, basically, uh-huh. is that this whole crutch? Like some things you can't explain, like this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so they Dusty, you know, it's gonna hit Wakita head on, yeah. and then it's like we got. So this is the point that we gotta go. This is a pivotal moment for sure. for well, Bill. Really doesn't make it a pivotal. He just I'm going. Period. Yeah, yeah. she's like, okay, but, I'll, all right, I'm leaving too. Good, I'll see you. I like the good. I'll see you back at the hotel. I won't be there. What? What? <clears throat> yeah. What are you saying? <laughs> Bill, are you going home? Struck. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can we go back to Tornado Four? Joe, <laughs> Joe, like as it's hitting, she walks up to it. She looks over and sees Bill. And rather than you know, this would be like if if she's got the death wish, this would be her moment, right? But she she decides to go. She sees Jeremy Davies in trouble, and rather than she helps him out of the car. yeah, it's kind well, of a, no. It's, I just kind of no. It's a good idiot. moment it's, for her. Yeah, it's a good moment for her. Just because um now. Um, when Melissa says she's going back to the hotel, and then it's just like you know. It's it's a good. I like the writing a lot because there's a line of dialogue that she says to him that I never hear in these movies, and that is, uh, well, we both know. I think we both know that it wouldn't have lasted that long anyway. Yeah, and that, mm, that's 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 fucked up. It's you're what, you're getting him to you're going with him to sign divorce papers right. so he can move on to you, and you're gonna say it that, wouldn't have lasted long. 
Fuck you, bitch. But I, I, I really like that line. It's, it's her next line. I, I like as well. It's, I, I, I know my way home. Yeah. It's something. It, it, and to me, it was funny because it was almost like she's Dorothy. Hmm. She's yeah. Dorothy and 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 us because this is a completely upside down world to yeah. her in every way. And it's that last shot of her. She's she's doing. She doesn't know. Kind of this. She doesn't know what she's doing. She hasn't. No. We don't even know how the fuck does she get out of there? Mm-hmm. Like. You know, that's a good question. Like, I mean, I, I take it. I'm sure to pick her yeah, up. Right. I'm sure there's going to be pulls out her little, you know, Mary Poppins umbrella and it's insane. Off. But anyway, um, they go to walk. What's great though is they set up the walkie. What's great? If you don't have to see the tornado go through. They do a brilliant thing. They we see Meg watching TV or watching Judy Garland on TVs. Yep, her little chilling things that. start going off. It's, and so, it's chilling. Yeah, and um, yeah, next time we see it, and then they go. They go into the town, and I, I even like this as a kid that they pass a family that looks exactly like Joe's family, yeah. but they survived. Right. Yeah, and that's that's pretty cool. They paid big money. Like part of that night, they wrecked that downtown. I knew food. it. Isn't that awesome? I didn't know that until that's you said legit. that. But, but I, I assumed that that's exactly okay, what they man. did. That's how you make a movie. <laughs> Hang on. That is it. We're we're scouting. Oh yeah, yeah. Would you like to see my shop? Absolutely. <laughs> um. So yeah, they end up going. They they go to the house, and the house is. I mean, she is fucked up, and like yeah. they, it, it's a it's an interesting um, bit of suspense. It doesn't last long, but them getting Meg out of the house, and then it's just like you know, it's really I, I you thought you'd reach the lowest point, but they try to make this sound like the lowest point because Joe's like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't get it up. Can't get it to fly because they talk about that at the diner, Bill Paxson and. Or at the movie theater, that's like I don't, I don't right. know if she can. It's too light. I don't know. They don't know how they're going to get Dorothy. This idea up. is is quite ingenious. Like, yeah, yeah. She sees those chimes, and or I say chimes. They may not pinwheels. I, yeah, whatever. Yeah, sure. But yeah, that makes. I don't. I don't even know if it, if if it would work. But it sounds like it would. work. Yeah, and yeah. it just looks fucking cool whenever it, it happens. does too. <laughs> I, I love when they spin it. Yeah, yeah. That always looked really cool. When yeah. It went so. Around. She I thinks think that's how they're going to fly in. Well, that's what she says. How badass is Aunt Meg, by the way? Like, oh, I just broke. It's just a broken wrist. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm just, uh, just going to get my car. Your car's in a tree. Now, Alan Rock does that really well. Deadpans it. Yeah. yeah. And then she goes, oh. <laughs> She's more upset about the paperwork hassle than the broke fucking wrist. But All this right. is cool. This is when we cut away, though, to, or it may have been before this, but it's somewhere around here. We cut back to the NSSL or whatever up, up in Magical Weatherland that's watching everything, right. where Jake Busey might be. Yeah. Um, He's just off camera the whole time. Where they, like, the, sh- the guy now has got his tie on, and he walks by, like, Jesus. And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like those two things. <laughs> Wouldn't he say that every day? Yeah, Jesus. But basically, it shows like one? it shows a Pepsi symbol forming, which yeah. cannot be good. And it's saying that you know, because <laughs> you know, it's, it's it's very inferior to Coke. That it's um and, and Dusty backs up. He's like uh, Joe, they're saying it's an F five, right? That's all, right. all I need. That, yep, because that's the one that got my house. Right. That that very twister. Yeah. <laughs> when they drive up and you see that thing, it even as a kid seeing this, it looked fucking massive. Mm-hmm. And they they actually. They say it's half a mile wide, or yeah. it's a mile wide. Mile wide. Mile wide. Big ass tornado. Oh my god! Th- these visual effects, I think they still hold up. Like this, still looks phenomenal. To me. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We um, they tried Dorothy three first. They park it. 
Oh, by the way, the tr- the just getting that point, that massive tanker that mm-hmm. exploded. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Is that on? I thought that was that was that's the final tornado. Oh, oh we're in. I mean, I was. It was that Dorothy three. I think it is because they eventually left. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. after. I left. That's after. Yeah. That's yeah. yeah. after. Anyway, so what they, happens to Dorothy three? Well, they park it and they're filming it, and then they park it on the street. And Bill's like, it's too light. It's not going to go up. It's not going to pick the pack up. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. Fucking log just trashes it. Oh, the log. No, no, the buildup for that's great. What is that? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this big fucking, yeah, the log just knocks it over and then gets under their car. Right. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. The what is that is the tanker. Right. Because they're like, they're stuck. And I remember like watching this just thinking, how the hell are they getting out of this? And this big fucking truck. This tanker truck is just swirling. And that's when you get the what is that. Yeah. And it ends up dislodging them, I think. Yeah. I love that shot of it on its side rolling along the road. That looks looks really cool. Yeah. It dislodges them. And so as they're driving, they see that, you know, oh, look, Jonas's guys. Looks like they're going to make it. Yeah. But But Bill knows that it's going to turn. Hold on. Hey, Jonas. Things going to shift northeast. Oh, Bill. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I'll take that on advice, but thank you. Yeah, and then he just, Eddie, I know you can hear me. I'll just turn it around. And well, maybe we should do what he says. It's so weird. It's like it already has been looking like it's heading that way. I wouldn't go anywhere near that damn thing. No. Like, I can see it from here. I've done all the trailer studying. I, I, I want. love So the fucking thing, that whatever that thing is that comes flying through the windshield. Oh, it's It impales him, picks up the truck and destroys I love how Bill and Joe wait. They're like watching it. And they don't get angry until it slams back. Yeah, because maybe it would just hit the ground and keep going. Right, yeah. it'd be all right. Super truck. But I love his his reaction is one I think about every day. The way he chucks that CB thing. Uh, right. <clears throat> Stupid. Yeah. But every day. So much fun though is uh, the reaction of Jonas's crew. Yeah. I love. <laughs> Because you got that one Mike Golick looking motherfucker, and like that whole crew of just people. Uh, oh dear. <laughs> well, eight coffees to go. Yeah. <laughs> Can we get eight coffees, please? Um, Have we passed the part where they drive through the house? That's right here. Okay. So Dorothy this was Ford, my favorite part last as a one, kid. Last time. You see it rolling in the distance. <laughs> yeah. And it actually drives up the stairs. Up the yeah. stairs. And I think we're going in. I fucking love that. And it's dropping tractors. Yeah. Yeah. Left, left, right. Right. Holy shit. So cool. So then they get to, um, they real like, I mean, without really telling you, you realize, like, they, well, they go ahead and just do it. They don't even tell you, but they go ahead and do it. You know they're going to have to anchor the truck. They're going to have to have the truck be the anchor that'll allow it to get picked up and then. Open up. Yeah. Right. Do its thing. So. It's badass. Into the field drive. of dreams. Yeah. Into the field of dreams. If uh, you uh, if you drive it, it'll, it'll pick, pick it up. up. <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> um, and it's such a cool moment when they because they even Can you the, cruise control at ten miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the most unbelievable thing in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah, because my car, the last one, wouldn't let me do it under thirty. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, I'd be. I, I've never tried it. No one, yeah, because if you're if you're driving ten miles an hour, then you're driving um, city. Yeah, and they don't want you using Dude, cruise control. In city. I love when they're driving. And he's like, and, she, and I think she says something like, uh, well, "When we have to watch out for uh, other cars, maybe they're not going to be there." Yeah, <laughs> there's not anything going to be there. Right, anyway, 
But it, what's awesome is like it's so cool. There's jubilation. They have that cool orchestral music. That's the yeah, yeah right on. It's look at all those a great little moment. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like, oh look, it's about a shift northeast. Uh, was well, hold on. It picks it up. Yeah, it picks it up and it makes all those cool little sound effects as yep. they go swirling into the tornado. And I love how they get like just a bunch of random numbers like zero five four three, and they're just yeah, <laughs> we got numbers. Just, we got a screensaver. What do yeah. we have really? Like, because I don't understand exactly. how this works. No, but I'll buy into it. Whatever. <laughs> and I, they should have been running away this entire time. <laughs> But no, they're just standing there watching. Can you imagine, it. like, I almost feel like there could be a danger with those things. Imagine a tornado like stops and like those things just. <laughs> oh no! First of all, aren't they? They're they're made with propellers that are made out of aluminum cans in a tornado. Okay, there are pieces of corn shoved through phone poles. You've given it throwing stars. That's this is where part of my issue with the movie kicks in. Oh, I'm sure after this, they if, when they would do it the next time, they'd refine this mm-hmm. process, but damn, that's dangerous. Yeah. But um, when it starts coming, th- chopping through that field, and they're like, oh, this is incredible. Sh- oh, no. Yeah. Run! <laughs> and, the, and when they... It's quite a little adventure that they go All on. of a sudden, they, they run into the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, yeah. apparently. Who are these people? That was yeah. the funniest line as a kid, because, yeah. yeah, they're just... A barn full of nothing but blades. Yeah. Like, well... Just too bad there wasn't like just a, you see like a silhouette of a psycho killer in the back getting taken out by the tornado. Like yeah, so um, they end up um, they end up where's they end up locking down some like uh, what is that thing with the pipes? It's like a well house. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a well house. Yeah, the, the, these pipes go down at least thirty feet. Yeah, if we, we anchor to it, we might have a chance. Yeah, I know. I've heard people bitch about this. They think this is so stupid. No, this is there is a part of it's. That is a little weird, and my mom pointed it out to me after she got back from the theater from it, and every time I've watched this movie, I've noticed it. it. She thought it was hilarious when the cameras aimed up at the tornado and their feet are, de- are like doing this. Right. My mom thought that was the funniest thing. And she's just like, it's so stupid. <laughs> Which, it does okay. look a little Fair weird enough. that their feet are yeah. doing that. Slaying, yeah. Yeah, they're just kind of What's slaying. your problem with it, Jason? All right, well, just going back to... Not just a little jokey science about the the Pepsi throwing stars, but you're inside a tornado. Part of what gives a tornado its color is the debris and stuff debris. inside. Now they're strapped to wow. these uh, pipes that are embedded 30 feet in the ground with leather straps. Really good quality leather. Someone looked that guy up, uh, but the they would have been cut. I mean, like they might not be dead, but they would have been cut. Their ribs would uh, would have been broken. They would have been very very hurt. And it's just like, oh, look, it's so sunny in the middle of the suck zone. And that's, as when I got older, when I was a kid, I thought this was great. And then watching it even in my 20s and things like that, and that's what I was like, no, this ruins it. You killed the movie to me because you broke your own rule. You kill it for me. I love it. I well, that's a lot of fun. Right? I think it's still a lot of fun. Right. That's why it's an opinion for Jesus. y'all. It's a fact for me. Teddy oh, fucking Christ. No. <laughs> I mean, it's Jurassic, I, all right, I have, Jurassic Park. What are, what are your what's your opinion on that? The first one? Yeah, the the only one that really matters. <laughs> that one's legit, man. All right, so you got the best. This is a good example. You've got the best scientists in the world working right. on this park. Mm-hmm. You're telling me not one of them has even considered the fact that f- that there are certain frogs that can change their sex on a dime, and that this could possibly affect the genes of these dinosaurs. Yeah. 
You don't think that's possible? I think because, this is third grade science, right? But <laughs> I think my thing is is that because John Hammond was a man of money, he only bought the scientists that would tell him what he wanted to hear. Possible? I can. I it's, no, no. It's, you're it's, not going to tell me that my dream of making dinosaurs isn't going to happen. So thank you. I'm going over here. That's those aren't dinosaurs. That's always my argument when people are like, those dinosaurs didn't look real. Because they weren't real fucking dinosaurs. <laughs> they were clones, you dick. Frog <laughs> DNA. They're not supposed to look like real dinosaurs. They're a fucking amusement park attraction. And like That flaw that you think you found, you didn't find. Because they're not real dinosaurs. It goes. Yeah, stunner. But the scientist thing with the frogs, it just... That's hard to look past, but I can look past it because the movie, everything around it is so good. I, I love that shot in Twister. I, know I do too. And I, I love that so they finally cool. get inside of a Twister. Yeah, like, I mean, I know I don't know what one looks like on the inside. I've never no. looked it up. I have no idea, but it just looked cool. But they get to be inside of a Twister yeah. and survive. Like, that is so fucking cool. And you know, I... And apparently, too, they're listening to humans being. Somebody's listening to it. Oh, right. It's like, man, this fucking song's great. Um, you think your friends are okay? I love the line when they were up and say, Joe, have you guys seen that? Look at that skyline. Oh, we've seen. That's a great last line. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. I think we've seen enough. And then they are back together. Mm-hmm. But I love it a little bit about the lab. What? Like, cause they're talking about like what they're going to do next with studying it and all this stuff. It's right. Like, no, no, you do the analytics. I'll run the right. lab. I'll run the lab. <laughs> You don't know how to run a lab. Yeah, it's but then it's just like, do you have to be, what is it, do you have to be stubborn about everything? Yeah. And that's it. Like, there's no, I was like, oh, I, I guess I was expecting, this time I was like, oh, there's no more to that. Right. Okay. Then it goes to credits, and then you get Respect the Wind. Yeah, by uh, Eddie Van Halen. Oh, the house, the, the house, house made. It's a cool moment. You know about the house? Yeah, I read about that. What a weird There's, thing. Tornado got it th- three or four years ago. Oh. Yeah, that very house. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Son they of a bitch. bitch. Oh, you gonna, you gonna live through a movie with me? I don't get my sequel? I'm coming to get so it. That's a good segue right so there. I've always, I thought for years as a kid. I waited for it. Because I was like, this was got a monster in. hit. Yeah, this was huge. Yeah, Mission Impossible got a sequel. Did less money. Independence, Independence Day is, is now just now getting a sequel. Twister would have been fascinating because you know Bill Paxton pitched it. Oh, what would I, they have done? Just to uh, bend them in the lab. Bit? His idea, and this was what I thought was going to get the movie made. He pitched a, a, twi- a sequel to Twister, that, and they would have shot it in 3D. With 3D being the craze four or five years ago. You think that's an easy sell? Because the cool thing here's the cool thing about Independence Day as a or I'm sorry Twister as opposed to doing like Jurassic Park. I don't know Jurassic Park. No, so Jurassic many Park characters. is a contained story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's fun about Twister is if the whole thing isn't is an amusement park ride. There's not there's not a tremendous amount of character stuff. So I'm not worried about the fact that oh <laughs> it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be as developed as the first one. Well, the first one's not fucking Citizen Kane. Right. It's it's you know it's bare bones. Development and it's fine. The it's actors do such a good job of using it and they combining. Use, they, 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 it's very well. You passed. know, it. Yeah. I would have loved it. I, I would have loved a sequel to this. I think, and I'm Twisters. putting at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Caught Twisters. Game over, man. At Game the over. same time, maybe it kind of works that they never did one. It kind of is fine both ways. I'm just. It intrigues me that and. You you guys just pit with no script. You pitched this. It made two hundred ninety four million or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you, 
you're not going to get immediately on board with doing a sequel? It seems like... And this was sequel, like, craze. Like, you, mean, this you mean time. Speed 2? You mean Speed I mean? 2. Without Keanu, no right. less. Mm-hmm. And, and Keanu, Keanu was a much bigger twi- movie star he, he than anyone on He was more on board Twister. for Twister 2 than... I would have taken that. And and Keanu is the Twister. Twister goes more than... Do I get to be the Carrie Owens guy? Yeah. Yeah. So. It's 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 a mystery. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And especially even now. Like, imagine if they made it now, you'd probably you could probably get Bill Paxton and Helen Hunt, but there'd be no, like Liam Hemsworth would probably be in yeah. it. Yeah. You, you got to put you know these would, fucking children actors in whoever here. Whoever would be the Dusty esque character would have a hell of a burden because see that's what got me. The fact that we don't have Philip Seymour Hoffman anymore <laughs> that kind of killed it for me a little yeah. bit. What happened to Dusty? Yeah. Twister got it. Well, just like Independence Day with Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Aliens gone. But uh, I love this movie. I love it to death. I still, I, it was it's fun to take time. notes on. Um, I, I, I'm, and a lot of this is just sheer entertainment value. It's an easy 10 it's out of 10. You give it a 10. Absolutely. Your first 10? I would give it a 10 in a walk. And because I can watch it at any point. I love the characters. I love Helen Hunt and Bill Paxson alone. They're crew of people. With what they're given, yeah, maximize. Even bearded asshole, middle-aged. What asshole. about teeth? Uh, teeth, the movie. Sub, teeth, the subplot. Yeah, teeth, the uh, subplot. Isn't teeth? Teeth is a movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jason, you don't that. like it as much. I can tell. I mean, it's it, it's a six. Okay. Why? Like, just tell me, like, what, like, you know, what doesn't hold up for you now? Go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, no, hey, no, it's, no. it's just kind of what I talked about earlier is this one when I was a kid, it was like, oh my God, this is great. You know, you get out of the, the movie theater, you got that huge rush of watching a movie and you go, I go back and watch it later. It's because it, I mean, to me, it doesn't hold up. Like, there. I notice what, it, why? Why doesn't it age well? Why doesn't it To me, because I'm starting to pay attention because it, or it broke its own rules. I just, I don't like, I. Where did just, it break its own rules? With them not getting not getting cut up. I mean, you're seeing this damage and destruction everywhere. And yes, only three people died in the movie. So I'm not saying that they should have, but just, there should have been something else. They should have been in a storm drain should have been something, but just being out blatantly in the middle of open space. So you've, you've had a good time through the whole movie. That's enough though. But Cause it's lo- enough to taint it. the ending. The, the ending taints the movie for you. Yeah. Well, what about? Let's go back. What about Jurassic Park? But we're not talking about Jurassic. No, no, no. Park. Let, let, let's talk about it though. Yeah. You got two Velociraptors surrounding them. Mm-hmm. We have been given hint after hint every single time a T Rex is coming with the water mm-hmm. and the thump. This T Rex is the fucking splinter cell of T Rexes. You do not hear this thing at all, and it just magically pops up and it doesn't eat the humans, but eats the Velociraptors. Because there's no water. But there's things. no thump. Like thump. they're screaming and running and panicking. The music. I mean, like I get the music's high energy and everything here. These people, they're not sitting there going, "Oh, what's that?" There's a lot going on for them to listen for. They're on the ground. Don't you think it would shake? You can let that go, but you can't let this go. You're. You're trying to find a way to nitpick to discredit. No, no, my I'm not nitpicking. Not my opinion of Twister because I think really that's like a, I think that's a nitpick. But it's what affects to me to not like it. I'm not saying. I'm that, saying like that, I think there's a fine line between things you're willing to excuse from what is essentially a summer blockbuster as opposed to things that you won't excuse for a, a separate summer blockbuster. Right, because tornadoes are real. Clone dinosaurs, dinosaurs are, are real. The clone dinosaurs are not real. I'm curious. I just thought of something. Into the storm. Remember that came out in 2014. It was like it, 
I yeah. never saw the it. Found footage. The Twister found footage. Film. 20, why, yeah. why didn't they just make Twister two? So like the thing I thought, like I watching the trailer, I was like, Mike. I mean, a, a tornado on fire. Like they tried to like do as many like crazy things <laughs> as they could, and it looked like it looked like a scary ass ride. Like I did, but I didn't have any desire to it's found see. It. Did you watch it? No. Did you? I'm curious to watch it because I want to see if if it's as fun. And I don't think it is. No, I don't like to judge pre. I don't want to prejudge, but I feel like. It probably doesn't hold up to... Fuck that movie. They could have easily made Twister 2 and would have made an ass load of money. Yeah. Because I read... the Crack did an article once. It was the top five movies that were so popular when they came out that nobody talks about anymore. You know what was number one? Twister. Really? Bullshit. That comment section was fantastic. Because this guy took a picture of... uh, of this car that had just driven past him, and it was a truck with a Dorothy in the back. And he goes, oh, yeah? You know, I just passed this guy. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. It's like, th- this movie was hot shit when it came out. And, yeah, and that's the thing. It's a summer blockbuster, and it's fun. Yeah. This is a fun movie. Yeah. It's a good time. It really is. It's, for me, it's an easy 10. Jan de Bont, one of his two 10s. Yeah. And this is a case where, I, it's funny, I, I give it a 10, and I'm thinking... The things like I really look for in a movie, like character, I think of all. The, this movie's not high on a lot of like particulars that you know. I, I like its screenplay is nothing spectacular by any means. This is a case where overwhelmingly the entertainment value swept me up to yeah. where like I have almost complete blinders. It, and it builds. And that something you said to me on the phone, and I think it's very true, even in the dinner scene, that this movie never stops moving. No. And that keeps going. Always that's easy, that's always something that I look for in a movie. Because the dinner scene could easily have stopped everything. But you get a payoff for the extreme. Yeah. And that's why that it continues to go. And you know that Bill Paxton has a real crazy side. Yeah, yeah, and which we get to see later on. Oh yeah. yeah, like this this is a damn good movie. Um, a classic. So that's that's basically Twister. That's it for for us on this one. Jason's made a great suggestion. Our next um, movies for guys who like movies is going to be Naked Gun. Yeah, the first one. The first. The one. first one. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, a lot of people. I'm not saying everybody. It's the only one. Okay. The right only on. one? Some people. No. I've never heard that. I've heard a lot I've of heard people. the best one, sure. Yeah. yeah. But well, the only one? Because I've, I've heard some people like completely discredit those other ones. I've never I, heard that. I don't, I don't think it's necessarily legitimate by any means. By any means. It's going to be fun to talk about because it is like, I, there are certain, I have, I think you, I think we've heard this before from other people. There are airplane people and there are naked gun people. Oh. It's the same director. I'm a top secret guy. Oh, there is. <laughs> no, I don't like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't understand anyone who does. There's a reason that movie failed. <laughs> it did. It failed. I know. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to be excited to... Uh, Naked Gun's going to be a lot of fun to, to tackle. There's so, Absolutely. Oh, my God. Great backstory. Oh, my God. I mean, that's the thing. We always talk about like some of these movies that we do have a better history and backstory than, than the movie actually is. Totally. It's equal. Really, because the movie actually is—it's phenomenal. Yeah. So, um, check us out on uh, Twitter at New Blood Pod. We'll be covering some uh, the further exploits of the WWF in 2001 for the wrestling side with uh, Backlash 2001. Check us out on Facebook, New Blood Rising Podcast. I'm at William Rankin 83. I'm at the Jason Keesler. I'm at CM underscore Stabs. And we'll be seeing you next time with the Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad.